Welcome everyone to the Cowgirl Channel of Canada. We're excited to share with you some amazing stories that will inspire and motivate you from Canadian cowgirls all across our beautiful country. Showcasing Canada's most experienced cowgirls to up and coming young women in the cowgirl industry. We will be featuring women in all aspects of the Western industry, from ranching to arts and entertainment, to women that can do all things cowgirl and with a cowgirl spirit. A place to share knowledge of some amazing women and to honor the way of the Canadian cowgirl. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Cowgirl Channel of Canada. We are so excited to share with you this special interview with one very special Canadian cowgirl, recording artist and singer-songwriter Mallory Johnson. Mallory grew up in a place near and dear to my heart, Newfoundland. Mallory's upbringing was a special one. At the early age of 11, Mallory was already the member of a family Celtic band, the Cormiers, touring and recording with them throughout her early years. Mallory's life has been blessed by music and she has a passion for the world of arts and entertainment. Right out of high school, Mallory pursued her love of country music, winning a contest called The Next Country Star. She's done a truly amazing job of showing her cowgirl spirit through her music and the way she gives back to all of us with her never-ending talent. Some of Mallory's wonderful achievements so far in her career have been in 2017 CCMA Spotlight winner, 2019 ECMA for Country Recording of the Year, also in 2019 three Music NL nominations for Country Artist, Rising Star and Female Artist of the Year. In September of 2019 Mallory released two brand new songs, one of which Drunk Mind Sober Heart was a finalist for the 2019 International Songwriting Competition and nominated for the Best Country Song at the 18th Annual Independent Music Awards. Mallory's also earned nominations for Fan Choice Entertainer of the Year and SoCan Songwriter of the Year at the 2020 Music NL Awards. Mallory has spent some time working very hard in Nashville on a new album with Grammy-nominated producer Kent Wells. Mallory is a professional singer, songwriter, musician, and recording artist and entertainer. Mallory's music is based on her Celtic country roots, a wonderful representative of the way of the Canadian cowgirl. Mallory has had a huge passion for her ambitions and abilities and loves sharing them with us all. Please welcome a beautiful Canadian woman with the cowgirl spirit, Mallory Johnson. Welcome again. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming back to the show with us, Mallory. We're so excited to have you here and uh, congratulations are in order. I hear you were recently honored to be selected as a feature artist for the Canadian Country Artist Discovery Program. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's that's a that's quite the accomplishment. You're just knocking them out of the park. You're doing fantastic. <laughs> It's, it's really cool program to be part of and it's exciting it's, it's definitely exciting 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it was really nice to see that for you. And uh, you've had a very successful year, even though we've had this pandemic for the last year and a half. You've had lots and lots and lots of great successes. Um, we're going to talk about in a bit, but uh, I'd love for you to tell our audience a little bit about uh, your early childhood and growing up in the beautiful province of Newfoundland and Labrador, a place I'm very fond of. <laughs> yes. Um... Well, yeah, like I grew up, I grew up in Newfoundland. I was actually born in Yellowknife. Right. So I, uh, but my parents are both from Newfoundland. So, um, you know, I, I was, I grew up here. We came back when I was about two years old. So, um, yeah, my mom's side of the family are from Cadre Valley, so on the West Coast. And my dad's side is from Little Catalina, really close to Bonavista area. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, I, I grew up surrounded by music. Uh, a lot of my aunts and uncles played, you know, the accordions and bagpipes and guitars, and, you know, I basically grew up in a kitchen party, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, so, so I really didn't have a choice when it came to pursuing music, but, uh, but yeah, so I was, I was surrounded by that, and of course, my mom is a country singer as well, so I grew up listening to her sing Coat of Many Colors and Coal Miner's nice. Daughter, and, you know, just seeing her perform on stage all the time, I was just, you know, mesmerized. She's Wow. She's my hero. Whenever somebody asks me, you know, who's oh. my number one inspiration, when it comes to music, it's it's always my mom. And oh wow, you know, and my my dad is a, is a huge country music fan too. He's a he's a big Willie Nelson fan, Merle Haggard, Chris Christopherson. So I uh, I grew up around the greats, and they've always been really big supporters of mine. Um, they've just always been very much involved in the music community, and yeah, so I I grew up performing. Um, you know, I did all like the vocal lessons, the piano lessons, yeah. the dance lessons, the musical theater. Um, and then when I was 11, myself and my mom, Loretta, and my uncle Gordon and my cousin Randall, we formed a Celtic family band called the Cormiers. Yes. So that was kind of, I guess, my first taste of the industry mm-hmm. um, and actually touring and recording my own music wow. and kind of getting, you know, that experience on the road. At 11. And At I, 11 years. Yeah, it was. Eleven years old. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But uh, but yeah. So that was kind of my introduction, and I was bit by the bug. Of course, I, I knew I wanted to pursue that as a career. I wanted to be a songwriter. I wanted to be a performer. And so the stage is, is kind of in my second home, and um, that's all kind of led me, I guess, to to where I am now, pursuing country music. So mm-hmm. it's it's been a long road, but an exciting one, and, and one I'm really grateful for. Wow. And you know what? That's so fantastic to hear. Just a l- We're just going to backtrack a tiny bit. I'd yeah. love for you to just explain, uh, just gently, because you know, you and I both know, because we're both from Newfoundland, to anybody else in Canada, that kitchen party that you're just talking about, uh, yeah. it, that's that's a very special thing to us Newfoundlanders, where we pride ourselves on our kitchen parties. Um, would you say that is a unique thing to Newfoundlanders, to party and kind of hang out in the kitchen, and that's where we kind of socialize and play music and stuff you know I would like to say that but I believe it's a very popular thing off the entire east coast (laughs) I I feel like I have definitely attended some kitchen parties in PEI in Nova Scotia in my past so so it's definitely I mean but that being said there's always been Newfoundlanders in the room so maybe we kind of influence that but but uh and I'm sure there's a few Newfoundland kitchen parties in Alberta and there's lots of Newfoundlanders oh absolutely yeah (laughs) 
But, uh, but yeah, I definitely think it's an East Coast thing, you know, yeah. especially with the style of music. And, yeah. you know, you get the spoons out and the accordions, the fiddles, you know. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, I would like to say it's just Newfoundland, but I'm pretty sure it's the entire East Coast. Oh, well, there you go. That's fantastic. And you're a family. You're a family. And just doing that, t- touring around with them at such an early age and stuff like that. What, what would be one of like the fondest memories that you have? Like something that happened that like, you're like, wow, I'm going to never forget this moment. Was it something like, you know, where you guys were all performing or something when you're on the road, just touring around, like, you know, not necessarily like something accidental that happened, but something that's like a definite pronounced memory that you have. I mean, I don't know if there's like one specific memory. I think it's just kind of, you know, if I compile a bunch, like, you know, being in the recording studio for the first time or recording oh, yeah. my own song for the first time, like, that was a really um, pivotal moment for me as, you know, I wanted to write songs. Like, I, you know, as a kid, I didn't think I, that would be something I'd want to pursue. I didn't even realize that was a thing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, at 11 years old, like, taking, like, being a co-writer on, on some of those songs, you know, that was just a whole new world for me. So that was a pretty pivotal moment. Um, yeah. But also just, you know, traveling getting in the van with my family and um going gig to gig and you know tearing down our own gear and setting up our own gear and so much work really so much work and like doing everything from small halls to huge festivals like we we did a festival um we opened up for like sammy kirsch on maureen morgan wow um and that was like twenty thousand people in the field so it was it was really cool to to get to experience all of that and then you know the performances and the touring and then and then also you know the awards like the ECMAs and music and all and and those kinds of showcases yeah. um so yeah so it was really it was really cool to experience that so young because I definitely feel like it prepared me for it now and it helped me build those foundation to build the foundation for some of those relationships that I have now yeah. um a lot of friends that I have in the local music industry here know me from the Cormiers, like my family mm-hmm. band. Um, so it's it's really cool to to have that foundation, to have that friendship and that relationship with with the industry. So is it sure. is something that you guys do from time to time? Even now that you're back in Newfoundland, do you get to spend some time with your uncle and with your mom and like kind of jam out a few things? And yes, yeah. Well, not very often, but um, we do. We try to. Um, well, once. Every year they have the Codra Valley Folk Festival on the yes. West Coast. I mean, that hasn't happened for the last two years because mm-hmm. of obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, so we usually get together and we, we rehearse and we do a set at that festival. And, you know, whenever my uncle's in St. John's or I'm on the West Coast, you know, we try to do some songwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually just did a project for, for Mun, I believe, as well. I think that was for it. So there's, we did a, we recorded a little something for a new project. and. Um, my cousin Randall lives here, uh, actually in Paradise, which is just outside of St. John's. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, we try to get together as much as we can, and uh, of course, my mom, whenever she's in the audience at one of my shows, I try to holler up on stage and put her <laughs> on the spot. She usually steals the show, but that's okay. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's great. We always do a little bit of Dolly Parton or something whenever she's in the audience. Oh, I love Dolly Parton. Yeah, and yeah. I, when you ha- actually wrote me that uh, about your favorite song or what your mom would do, the coal miner's daughter, uh, coal demanding callers story, mm-hmm. uh, that was always such a big thing for me too. My kids remember listening to me uh, sing that song when you know driving around, going to hockey games or whatever here in Ontario, and 
Um, I just love that song and I think it's just one of those things that they hear it now and even if they're not with me they're like mom you know they think of me um, so yeah it's kind of really cool so your family must be so proud of you your mom must be so proud of all your accomplishments and that you've been following your dreams and you've had so much success Mallory and I congratulations again like I just love seeing that you're having all the success but uh, your family must be so proud of you Oh, well, thank you so much, first and foremost. That's really sweet of you to say. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to think my family's proud. I mean, I know they're, I know they're <laughs> proud. They, uh, they're, they're my number one fans. And like I said, like they've been such big supporters of me and my music um, forever. I, and I know I'm lucky that, that they are because I know that's not the case in, in quite a few situations because music is such a risky business to be in. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, they've been so supportive and they're, you know, they're side stage when they can and, you know, they're the first people I send new music to to get their opinions and, um, you know, they're the they're the first ones lining up with all the merch on, you know, waiting to get pictures. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're, they're proud and I'm so excited and so happy that, um, they're as wonderful as they are. Oh, that's so wonderful to hear. And that's, it's such a big thing when we have our family support us, support our dreams, mm-hmm. especially if it's a challenging one um, or something that's, you know, not the norm for um, whatever the circumstances may be. But you've seemed to have just kind of fallen into, I wouldn't say anywhere in regards to accidental. You've worked really hard for where you are today and you've got to work with some fantastic people. Uh, you've got to experience some amazing things and um, you've also had a little bit of an education background uh, at in St. John's Memorial University um, and okay. so do you think that that has helped you in your early start of your career? Oh definitely. Um, I mean one thing that my parents always you know, as supportive as they are of my music, it was really important for me to get um, post-secondary education. Uh, so I did. I, actually, I originally was going to be doing psychology, and then I changed to biochem nutrition. I was really, <laughs> I really loved the sciences. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm going to do something outside of music. And But then I ended up doing primary elementary education. And I really feel like that had, that made me a better writer. It made me a better performer, especially, you know, doing an internship and teaching kids. I mean, you're performing 100% of the time when you're teaching. Right. So, yeah, it definitely, um, it definitely impacted, like, what I'm doing now. Um, and, of course, like, after after doing that, then I taught at a music school for about five years. Oh, and nice. that's where I met my bandmates. Oh. So, it all kind of, yeah, it worked out the way it was supposed to. So <laughs> that's I'm fantastic. So, I'm happy that that I did that. <laughs> wow. And so so when you when you started out, uh, obviously you, you worked out of um, some of the industry and you did some stuff uh, in Newfoundland. Um, and then you, you did actually, you moved out into uh, the big city of Toronto. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your experiences with that and, and how that kind of helped you in your start of your career. For sure. Um, you know, the music in Newfoundland is is absolutely amazing. The culture is amazing. There's so, so much talent here. Uh, but for me, I wanted to have experiences so I could grow um, as an artist and just experience new things, to be inspired by new things. And, you know, sometimes that's a change of scenery. Um, and you need to be a really small fish in a really big pond. Mm-hmm. So my first my first step to was to move it to a big city. I wasn't sure if I was ready to go to the U.S. yet, but um, 
So a couple of my bandmates and I had decided, you know, why don't we give Toronto a try? So I did. I was in Toronto for a year, and I got to meet some pretty amazing people. Um, you know, I had to start at the bottom again. Nobody nobody knew who I was there. I was gigging at, gigging at a few different venues, that kind of thing, and just really had to hustle. Um, and while I was there, um, I knew Nashville was, was the end goal. So while I was there, I was working on my work visa application to be able to, to go to Nashville. Okay. And that's exactly what I did. And hmm. I knew that, you know, to, like I said, to better myself, to grow, to be inspired, um, I had to change it up, had to switch it up, had to meet new people, had to, had to broaden that, how to, you know, make a better relationship with the industry nationwide, you know, and not just provincial. So, um, yeah, so that's what I did. And it's very easy to be super intimidated, which which I am. You, can, you can't say you're not intimidated by, by big cities and big lights and, you know, yeah. big stages. Um, but you can either use that as motivation or you can let it, you could run away from it, you know. Yeah. So um, I decided to to stick it out. Um, so far, so good. I'm enjoying it. So Nashville's been awesome. I love Toronto. So yeah, I think um, at the end of the day, it was a good decision for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. To to be you know well rounded, to experience new things, be able to write about new things. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good and choice for me. and you and you have and you you've done you've done so many things and you're kind of coming almost. 360 background and uh, you're doing other things and you're giving back to the community in a different way um, you know I, I loved actually before we, we started the interview today I, I got to listen and watch some of your videos um, and one of the ones that I really loved was one of your new songs that you have out it's the Drunk Mind Sober Heart uh, and I just I love I love listening to your voice you have such a beautiful voice and it's very oh, you. you know one of the things that they say and I'm not a musician or an, a country music artist in, in any way but I'm a fan I'm a fan of many country artists and one of the things that I love is being able to listen to an artist and then ha having to hear their distinct voice uh, their sound and you have a very distinct sound and it's such a beautiful one um, it, it reminds me of so many different artists but you are so very unique as well and uh, again I just really thoroughly enjoy your music um, and I when I recently when I recently got in contact with you is because my aunt Judy in Newfoundland sent me this video uh, of wise women um, um, which you're a part of with Twin Kennedy and she just said you got to check this out and I listened to it and I remember watching the video for the first time and then I, I watched the video a second time and I, I cried I kind of choked up a little bit I was like wow that's that's Aww. impressive the music the lyrics the you know the whole story line that the song tells and that's that's when it's a great song when it tells such a, a great story and uh, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about how you collaborated with Twin Kennedy and then uh, tell us a little bit more about the song of course well that such a passion project and just a song that we really believed in. Um, but that kind of all came about uh, one night I was hanging out with the girls. Actually, I should rewind a little bit. A little bit further back <laughs> how I met Twin Kennedy. So, um, Julie and Kylie, they're a twin sister duo from British Columbia and they've been living in Nashville, gosh, I think for maybe five or six years. I could be wrong, but I think it's roughly that. And 
I was, before I moved to Nashville, um, actually this is while I was living in Toronto, um, I was going to be going to Nashville for a writing trip for a couple of weeks, and a mutual friend of ours who was in Toronto, she caught wind that I was going, and she told me that I had to write with these girls, that we would get along really well, she thought we would write some good music, so she kind of... <laughs> she was um, very right. <laughs> she was very right. So she linked us up via email, and I reached out to, to the twins, and um, you know, I said, you know, I'm going to be in town. Would you guys be interested in, in writing a song together? And it all worked out. I showed up at their place, and kind of the rest is history. We've been really, really great friends ever since. Um, they're some of my closest girlfriends in Nashville. Um, we've written so many songs together on so many cool projects. Uh, actually, on my new record, there's like three songs on my new record that they are co-writers on. So we work oh, wow. really, really well together. And so Wise Women kind of came about at a girls' night one night. I was headed to their place for, for technically a songwriting session, but when you're best friends, you don't know if you're going to get work done, and <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of, lot of pressure to write a song. We, we, we work a lot together, and you know, it wasn't like we need to get this done tonight kind of thing. Yeah. And so yeah, I show I show up at their place with a bottle of wine, <laughs> and we sat down in the, on the back patio. It's really beautiful out. You know, had a little charcuterie board and a couple glasses of wine. And Carly goes inside the house and, and gets her guitar. And she comes out and she said, well, I think we should write a song. And I have this title and this verse written to this idea. And she said the title was Wise Woman. Wow. And I immediately, I immediately got goosebumps. I had no idea what direction she was going to take with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had goosebumps and I was already excited about it. I was like, this title is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so she started singing this, this verse. And I can't, I honestly, I can't remember if it was the first verse that you hear in the song or the second verse, but either way, we didn't change it. This particular verse, we didn't change a thing about it. It's okay. what you hear in the recording. Yeah. Um, and she's saying these few lines and, uh, I start to tear up. And her sister Julie started to tear up, and we just yeah. spent the night just kind of talking about our experiences, and in a very male-dominated country music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, country music right now, you know, majority of country radio is, is male artists. And even looking at the industry side, um, looking at producers and you know, label executives, a lot of a lot of it's male-dominated. So um, we just kind of shared our personal experiences and just kind of talked about the things in the industry that the public doesn't always hear um, and the struggles and the challenges that we had um, but also like the beautiful things too we didn't we didn't want to bash the industry we didn't want to you know bash guys or anything right, like yeah. that but we wanted honesty and vulnerability because mm-hmm. um, this this concept it just really resonated with us and so we sat down and the song was actually pretty easy to write it kind of fell out yeah, and it kind of quickly became our girl power anthem, and it just really resonated with any woman in any industry. Um, Absolutely, and we knew, yeah, and we like we knew that we wanted it to be a single. We wanted it to feature it in some way, and we wanted it to be a bigger project than just a song. Mm-hmm. So of course we wanted the music video, and then eventually came Wise Women the show, yeah. which was sponsored by. Um, the Canadian Consulate or the Consulate General of Canada yeah that was beautiful I love that show thank you thank you so much so yeah so it's been 
it's been really special and of course we've, we've wanted to include so many women that we love and look up to um, in this project so and I think we've, we've achieved a lot of that which is it's been so awesome seeing it yeah. kind of unfold and come together yeah no the video is beautiful I love that you have so many different women in there and I think you mentioned to me before that those are some of the women that are in the video are women that you all know and some of it was filmed at different locations and uh, yeah it's just it's a it's a cool video and it really um, in, in today's modern society and what we have right now and just to go back to what you're talking about uh, you know it isn't it is in every industry for my industry as a horse trainer um, you know it, it is a male dominated um, industry as well and uh, you know so we do have a lot of things that us women we need to support each other on and it isn't and I, I say this in a whole to people when I'm teaching it isn't about you know just specifically the horse or the horse industry it's about us in general as people so yeah, I, th I think women definitely. and helping each other out and uh, you know knowledge is power and I think that's one of the biggest things so for people listening to this interview or uh, you know young women that are like yourself in Newfoundland or in British Columbia or wherever and uh, you know they're too shy to ask the questions or they're too shy to go get the information I, I want them to be able to reach out and and not be afraid to ask women like yourself or me or twin Kennedy or um, you know horse trainers or you know people in their local community hey pick up the phone and call them send them an email if you've got a question and you're wanting to know how to have success in your your in your discipline and what you're doing um, we're right here to help you and that's the biggest thing for me okay. I love being able to do that for people and that's why I created this um, this media outlet is so that people can connect and I you know I connected with you inadvertently through a woman my aunt and um, you know and then getting to know you uh, through just researching some of the stuff and the talks that we've had it's such an amazing feeling knowing um, that you know even though you and I might not talk or see each other you know at some point hopefully in the next year or so yeah, at some concert does, yeah. yeah I'd love to meet and chat and hang out yeah. and catch up but uh, it's nice to know that it's it's a, your phone call away and uh, if, if someone has a question or I can direct some young girl that contacts me and says I really enjoyed the interview with Mallory Johnson uh, how could I find out more about how to record um, I, I can send her to you and she can you know maybe get reconnected to somebody else so that's you know one of the things and I'm gonna leave the open forum up to you to kind of talk a little bit about your motto and your advice about life in general yeah I mean well like change comes with conversation so that's exactly what what we're doing here with with this interview or this podcast and this show um, and also that's what you know with wise women that was what we wanted mm -hmm. to what we wanted to do we wanted to add to the conversation and open up the floor for that kind of thing like we you know we wanted to share stories of powerful inspiring women yeah. you know whether that's you know a police officer or a stay-at-home mom or a comedian or <laughs> you know a heavy operator heavy machine operator you know we wanted to share stories all across the board of these amazing women and you know so if anybody who's watching or listening to this music um, or watching anything to do with this project like the music video you know we wanted young girls or young boys to watch this and feel empowered mm -hmm. and feel like their story matters and feel like you know that well that they matter you know that yeah. they they could contribute to this world and Absolutely. yeah so I think it's very very important to to talk about the tough stuff and just mm -hmm. be honest and vulnerable and just add to the conversation 
Yeah, no, that's beautiful. And I, I love some of the things that, you know, that you say, um, how you kind of live by what you would regret more, right? And then why not going ahead and doing it? And that's, that's kind of how, uh, well, it's not kind of how, it's how you got to where you are at this point right now. And it, it is about not giving up and it is about challenge yourself and, you know, pacing yourself so that you can get through some of the difficult things, you know, in your industry, in my industry, and in life in general, uh, how we all kind of came through this pandemic and we're still going through it. Um, you know, it changes who you are and you, you kind of get redirected sometimes, but if you don't compromise who you are character wise, you're still going to get there. And I think that's, that was one of your successes that I can see. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to live by that motto, like why not? Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to my music, I mean, in this industry, and I'm sure in so many other industries, uh, you know, you need to have a strong backbone, but I mean, what's the worst that somebody could say mm-hmm. is no, right. you know, it's just like, you try, and if you don't succeed, then all right, well, at least that's experience, you know, maybe the <laughs> next one, so, because I mean, in this industry, you hear way more no's, you get way more rejection, than yeah. you do yeses, I could go on and on and on and on yeah. about stories about no's and rejection and social media trolls and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but um the victories no matter how big or small are still victories and you know as long as you're true to yourself and you love what you do uh then I feel like you're doing the right thing you know and you know what would you like like I think you mentioned like what would you regret more Mm -hmm. um for me it was you know, I wanted to at least try to go to Nashville. I yes. wanted to at least try to pursue it because yeah. I would always wonder what if, if I didn't. Right. Um, and I could fail. I could fall on my face. I could, you know, go completely broke and be like, I can't do this. I'm moving back home in with my parents, which could be, which is totally fine, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but at least, at least you know you try you're trying right, right? So and that's that's how that's how we do this when you're when you're yeah. when you're trying like you're trying i mean those are when it's not accidental or it's not um things that just kind of happen to you for you or with you it's you're really trying to get somewhere and uh, you know the mistakes that you make or the mistakes as as someone once said to me that happen to us those are the ones that we learn from the most well, exa- exactly. Um, like some of some of my best music I've written have come from heartbreak or mm-hmm. you know the challenges. You know, you can't you can't have a light without the dark. I mean, as cliche as it as it mm-hmm. sounds, you know, it's not it's not about how many times you fall or how you fall. It's if you get back up, what right. do you do when you get back up? So, um, you know, all those those phrases they're cliche for a reason. Yeah. Um, and, well, that. You know, <laughs> Sorry, that last oh, sorry. the last one about falling when you get up. We say that in the horse world. We say that you know if you mm-hmm. you, you get bucked off, you get back on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's great. It's great that you're doing what you're doing. And like I said, uh, the wise women was one of the things for how we ended up connecting but tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now in uh you're back in newfoundland uh you were out in nashville you were doing some recording and so what are your future plans looking like for the next 12 months to a year well i hope my schedule fills up the shows (laughs) (laughs) that's what i hope happens Um, all of us artists are eager to get back on the road and perform live um but no i'm I'm home for the summer so I'm, Mm -hmm. i'm doing some shows here and um, as you said, I did some recording, so I'm waiting to get some mixes back on that. So hopefully I'll be able to release some new music very soon. 
Uh, I am working on a full-length album, but of course, with today's um, world, you know, you kind of want to release a couple singles mm-hmm. before you release the whole thing. So it might be a little while before the whole project comes out. Right. Um, but there, there will definitely be some new music on the horizon very soon. Uh, so yeah, so I'm working on that. Hopefully, you know, get a few more shows in the books, and um, yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting year. Um, actually, this this week um, is ECMA week, so nice. I have a virtual showcase, and the ECMAs are always so much fun. Um, of course, we wish it could be in person because then you get those kitchen parties like we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's so it's so awesome to be able to celebrate uh, the music here on the East Coast with them this weekend so it's, yeah it's lots to look forward to yeah no that's for sure and so will, will you be headed back to nashville at any point in time in the in the near future oh yes yeah, i'm usually i kind of split my time between oh, okay. nashville and newfoundland yep. um i mean all of that's dependent on uh work visa approval right. <laughs> yes yeah. so uh yeah so the plan will be you know once once the summer is over i'll be headed back there for sure Awesome. Well, that's fantastic, Mallory. And again, can't say congratulations enough. Uh, love what you're doing. Love what you stand for. You have an amazing voice. I love your music. I can't Thank wait to follow so your career and listen to you a little bit more. And uh, I'm hoping to have more Canadian uh, women with the cowgirl spirit that you have on the show. I've got uh, definitely some, um, some other Canadian women uh, music artists that I'd love to have come on the show and uh, so spread the word uh, to any of your uh, as you're traveling along and as you're meeting people and stuff like that too I'd love to and hopefully we'll get to meet in person I'm really hoping that um, you know things do open up a little bit more it's unfortunate that some portions of Canada are not the same Uh, we're not on the same we're not all on the same um, level of uh, opening up and 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 living our lives kind of to some form of normalcy so everybody's a little bit different and I know for you for like me I travel across Canada and so there's some parts of Canada I actually can't go to yet uh, which is unfortunate but next year uh, hopefully and uh, that's you know one of those things that happens like with uh, the pandemic I started this Calgirl Channel of Canada and you've been busy working away um, so sometimes that extra time that we've had to do things that we maybe necessarily wouldn't have done we're doing now so definitely it's totally uh forced us to adapt i've definitely mm-hmm. learned a few new things <laughs> especially <laughs> with the technology uh, technology side of stuff so yeah. um yeah it's been, it's definitely had some some good come out of it for sure yeah. um you know being being home a lot during the pandemic i was able to spend more time with family and collaborate with local artists and some friends I haven't seen in a while so there was definitely some some pros to the situation I mean we all know the cons but we definitely had some some good things come out of it too which has been nice yeah no, for sure. And like I said, I'm sure at some point we'll, uh, I would I would love to have it be in Newfoundland that we actually hook up and connect person to person, but uh, who knows where it'll yeah. be. Uh, I know I travel quite extensively and I know you will as well. So um, I'm actually hoping to get out to Alberta to do an event called the Heart of the Horse in August. And uh, it's a Canadian event and uh, that'll be fun if I can get out there and the Cowgirl Channel of Canada can uh, do some interviews in person it'll be nice to sit down with somebody um it's nice to sit down like this but it's nicer in person and i'm a big hugger and kind of i feed off of people's energy just like you do i'm sure when you're performing same so definitely you, yeah. you know you should try to go to the ccma 
All over I feel the like country. that would be a great, you know, that would yeah. be a great um, place to kind of, you know, interview some more female artists. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, if you are able to do that, that would be, that would yeah. be great. I know. Yeah. No, for sure. It's definitely something I'd love to do. But thank you so much for being on the show with us and good luck with everything. And I cannot wait to meet you in person. It's going to be fantastic. I know for sure. Same. Thank you so much, Lori. I really appreciate you having me on the show. And um, yeah, like you said, I, I can't wait to meet you in person and, you know, get together and, and give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, uh, it'll be nice when we can finally do that, you know. Yes, for sure. 